the gathering of saints. The gathering of saints. So I'm going to be sharing with us this morning as a pastor. Praise God. Let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews in chapter 10. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We give you all the glory and praise. Thank you for your word. We submit ourselves to it this morning. Lord, we are blessed by it. The eyes of our understanding are opened. Jesus is known the more by us. Is revealed unto us. Your will is revealed to us. We receive spiritual energy, O God, to walk according to your plans and your purpose in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and praise. Ignorance is dispelled. Every act of ignorance and rebellion to your word is dispelled this morning because light comes in the name of Jesus. Healing comes in the name of Jesus. Breakthrough comes in the name of the Lord Jesus. We submit ourselves to doing your will as revealed in your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hebrews and chapter 10, we are going to read from verse 22. Praise God. As I was listening to Brother um, Mark Oji this morning, you know, I was flipping in my mind. I was just flipping, flipping in my mind. I like, wow, Paul, I think you made the right decision. You know, so because uh, last night I registered for a cyber security course. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I was being interviewed and the person said, why do you want to do it? I said, well, I just want to add to my skill. Who knows? Praise God. You know. So, now, well, pastor, it's not according to the person that is actually teaching me is the reverend. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, well, let's just, let's do it. You don't have any training in IT at trial. I said, I don't do it. I don't do it. He said, don't worry. Pastor Paul, you will learn. So, I interestingly, I'm the oldest person in the class. Because the rest are young, young people. So, but he has assured me that I will catch up. So, by the time I get my certification, I will let you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, uh, I hope that will challenge somebody to go and take up something. Amen. Hebrews and chapter 10. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay. Verse 22. It says, Let us draw near. Oh, let's read from verse 21. It says, Having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Please, if you, if you have the 
the Passion Translation. Let's, let's give, it, give that to us. Let's look at it from the Passion Translation. The Passion Translation, TPT, like my wife will say. Uh, Hebrews and chapter 10, verse 20. Let's read verse 24 because of our time. Okay, he said, discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. Glory to God. God is very particular about meetings, about gatherings, about Christian gatherings. Very important to him. He's very particular about it. Amen. He said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, he says, for where two or three are gathered in his name, he is there in the midst of them. So, which means that God is not just about the crowd. He's about the gathering. So much so that two or three people are enough in number for him to manifest himself. Hallelujah. He says he will be there in the midst of them. So, which means here, he doesn't despise any meeting. Glory to God. He doesn't. He doesn't despise any gathering of his people. So because he's very particular about meetings, he therefore speaks to us about it not as a suggestion, not as something, okay, if you like, you should do. No, he speaks to us about it as, in, as an instruction or as instruction. God instructs us about meetings. Hallelujah. And he instructs us, he gives us various instructions on how to conduct various meetings. Meetings are important to him. And we are going to see the reasons as we study. Hallelujah. He says, don't forsake it. The gathering of saints as the manner of some is. In other words, he said, don't forsake them. He said, in fact, he said, we should come together even more frequently. <laughs> so it's not about your choice it's about his instruction 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. So with the local assembly, you don't, you, you don't just, okay, this is the one I will go for, this is the one I will go for. I'll just be Sunday, Sunday. No, I'll only be doing midweek. I will, no, 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 no. He said, he, no, that, that, that's, he said, you know, in Acts chapter 1, before Jesus left, he told them, he said, tarry in Jerusalem. He said, wait. Every one of you, wait in Jerusalem. For the promise of the Spirit that the Father has promised. So wait. And all of them waited. Hallelujah. At that time, what was most important was their gathering. Oh, did some of them have some family commitments that they needed to get, at, get to, to attend to? Yes, there would be because they are human beings. Probably some of them may have even lost their, the members of their family. And say, so, oh, okay, let, I, I need to go and attend the burial of my family member. Or I need to go and attend my sister's wedding. Jesus said, wait there. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the choice was, there was no, he didn't give them any other choice. Because on the day of the visitation, everyone received the visitation of God. All those who were gathered together. They didn't miss out. Hallelujah. Those who were in the fringes, those who were outside, they were the ones that wondered what was happening. But those who were inside, they received the benefit of the Spirit. May you not miss your day of visitation. Oh, come on, I didn't hear that, amen. May you not miss your day of visitation. For one reason or the other, I say, oh, well, you know, I'm tired. A friend of mine was sharing. He went to Tulsa. He says he goes to, 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 to Tulsa every year, you know, for a particular meeting, Winter Bible Seminar. And he said that year he was really so tired. He had flown for 15 hours from Nigeria. Got to Tulsa. And he wanted to head to the hotel straight up. You know. But the meeting had started. So he was like, well, ah, what should I do? I'm really tired. Okay, I can go for the next meeting, for the next session. But he now asked himself, so what, what did I come for? Was it the hotel I came for or it was the meeting? The reason why I have the hotel in the first place is what? Is because of the meeting. And so with his tiredness and his bag, he didn't even, he didn't even drop his bag. He went straight to the meeting. He said, in, as he entered into the meeting, into the auditorium, right? Uh, uh, Reverend Mrs. Uh, Lynette Hagen was ministering, right? It was, leading, it was a prayer meeting that she was leading. She was ministering, and then she, asked, she said, just a few minutes after he sat down, she just gave a word. I said, there is somebody here, a, a man of God here from Nigeria. The Lord would have me share some things with you. That person should come out. He said, he was the only Nigerian. He said, he said this person is not a 
an associate pastor, the person is the founding pastor of the, of the ministry. He said, he said, he was the only one. You know, that came out. And that she ministered to him and said some things that, that set the course for his life and ministry. So he now said, what if he had gone to the hotel? He would have just missed out on destiny because he was tired. He said he eventually went back to the hotel, got to the hotel, and discovered after the meeting that his card to the room did not work. So if he had gone to the hotel, he wouldn't have been able to access. He would have, he would have, the, the, the rest he wanted to have, he probably would not have been able to have adequate rest and he would have missed out on destiny. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. How did I know I was going to be pastoring? Because as at 1987, I remember a man of God asked me, Paul, what would you, would you, are, are you, do you know you are called? I said, of course, I know I'm called. He said, so, so what ministry are you called to? I said, oh, I'm called to be an itinerant minister. And I'm going to be a teacher of the word. And I'm going to be setting up uh, teaching meetings uh, and conferences uh, and uh, 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 attend, I mean, uh, uh, honoring invitations to minister as the Lord opens doors. 1987, I, I can't forget that conversation. It was in my room, Igbe, my father's house. The person came visiting, and we, and we got talking. And in 1992, of course, if anyone asked me, I'm going to the world, I'm going to be in a pastoring, no way, you know. But in 1992, at a meeting, a meeting where only four of us were. Only four of us. And uh, it was a Holy Ghost meeting. So you can have a Holy Ghost meeting with only two people. You and your wife have a Holy Ghost meeting. Praise God. So we had a Holy Ghost meeting. And uh, the Lord began to speak through someone else. And he spoke to me. And he said, Paul, well, the Lord will have me say to you that you are going to be pastoring. That is not what you think. Your next phase in ministry is not what you have thought that it would be. But that the Lord will have me say to you that this is what you're going to do. <laughs> I knew in my heart that the person was right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I struggle with it. So, I, and, 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 and the Lord had told me, he said, Paul, you are not going to pioneer a ministry. Lord had told me that before. So I was like, so how am I going to do it? So in 1994, after I finished uh, uh, we finished, uh, 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 um, I finished university February 1994, 
Before I left campus, I began to pray. So I went to the Lord and prayer. I said, Lord, what, do you want, what will you have me do? You know, since you have said that, I'm not going to be starting a, a church. So, and he said, I'm going to pastor. So what am I going to do? Okay. So he said, he asked me, told me, that was the second time in my life I will hear an audible voice. And that's the last time I've had an audible voice. Okay? That's the last time. And the Lord spoke to me in my room and he said, I should go and join myself with Reverend Brady Ogula and Bible City Church. I said, as what? Well, I'm just going to join them as a member. <laughs> and of course, we know this, the, the rest of the story today. But where am I going though? It was because, right, I was at the right place, at the right meeting, at the right time. God determines or shows us a lot of things concerning our lives, majorly through meetings. Oh, pastor, give me scripture. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. Praise God. Hallelujah. Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. He said, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Glory to God. And the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 2, said when the day of Pentecost was fully come, nobody knew what to expect in that sense. But they were all gathered together. The Bible says suddenly there was a sound of a rushing mighty wind. Okay? And it rushed into the room. Then cloven tongues of fire, you know, fell upon them. And the Spirit of God fell upon every one of them and they began to speak with other tongues. That was a divine visitation. And that was a day the Holy Ghost began to manifest himself in the church in that sense. Secondly, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13. Verse 1, it says uh, that certain, uh, uh, in Antioch, uh, certain prophets uh, and teachers, uh, starting with Barnabas and ending with Saul, right, they were all gathered together and they, as they began to minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me Barnabas and Saul to the work uh, that I, what? I have called them to do. It was in the meeting. I said, ah, but God had told Paul. Yeah, God told him. Jesus told him what he was going to, yeah, he had called him to do. But the time and the timing appeared. I mean, came in Acts 13. Where? Not in his quiet place, but in meeting, in the meeting. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 20. The Bible tells us uh, that Paul, mean, Paul, Paul, Paul called the elders. And he began to speak to them concerning the things that God will have them do after he left, after he's leaving. Praise God. So important. So it's not about what we think. It's about God's instructions concerning meetings. So he said that there are some people have formed the habit 
of missing meetings, not coming for meetings, not coming for gatherings, or being selective. I don't know, don't do that. In fact, have it more, rather, have it more frequently. In other words, uh, engage more frequently. As your time and chance permits. Someone has said, okay, yeah, pastor has put that caveat there. So that means I don't have time. May you not create time. When, may you not have to create time when the storms arise and you have nowhere else to turn to. Some of you don't understand that prayer. There was a brother who was believing God to move next level. So he moved to next level and became, you know, in management position in an oil firm. So he was, was big, big boy. And um, suddenly, it wasn't as frequent in church as before again. So, Pastor, ah, Bro, Lord Baja, okay, so if you want, you know, visit, uh, so a few years down the line, suddenly I started seeing the brother is back in Bible study. Wonderful. Sunday service, he doesn't miss meetings again. Prayer meeting is there. Ah, Kilo Shele. What, what a guan. So one day I had to call the brother. Bro, I hope there's no, I hope there's no problem. Chief, are you still working? You see, he said, yes, sir, I'm still doing my job. And I said that, oh, brother, you know, that was when he now told his pastor that he had been diagnosed with cancer. And so now he now had time. That's why I said I prayed that prayer. Was it God that was punishing him? Oh, no, 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 no. God doesn't punish with cancer. Praise God. But at that time, he now realized that he needed the word to be fed with the word to be able to overcome that issue. But at that time, he had not stood enough on the inside of him. He now had to create time for it. What he didn't have time for before, he created time for. You can create time for anything once you know the importance of that thing. Hallelujah. My mind is still saying, Paul, what do you want to do with cybersecurity? The brother, the van said that it's be, because it's in the U.S., he said it's going to be 2 a.m. Nigerian time that we are going to be having our classes. I said, my she? <laughs> if we have, ah, we please, we'll do it. You know, you can create time for anything. So the gatherings are not, it's not just, I've got to drop this into our hearts today. It's not about your convenience. It's about God's instructions. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, 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 Pastor Tosi was sharing a testimony with me about our, uh, our graduates from uh, Kingsville Fellowship Unilag you know, that graduated last week, you know, 
powerful testimonies. We had first class graduates amongst them. You know, was telling me about, is he a brother? Taiwo, is Taiwo a brother or a sister? Taiwo is a brother. I mean, Taiwo, is he Medilag now? You know, came out with a first class, but he, he will be in fellowship. He will be the one arranging. He does, you know, very active in the fellowship, very committed. He didn't allow his, he didn't say, oh, because I'm pursuing first class, therefore, I won't have time for fellowship. Are you from Romira? Am I correct? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. The things of God will enhance your life. Never diminishes from you. Or never takes from you. Praise God. So there are encounters with God you can never have alone except in gatherings. There are encounters with God that you can never have alone except in gatherings. Numbers chapter 11, quickly. Let's turn to it. Have a few more minutes. Numbers 11 verse 16. Quickly give that to me. Numbers 11 verse 16 and 17. This is the Lord speaking to Moses. He said, and the Lord said unto Moses, gather. Somebody say gather. 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 Unto me, 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with you. Next verse. And I will come down and talk with you there. And I will take of the spirit which is upon you, and I will put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you bear it not by them, yourself alone. He said, gather them. Let them come to the tabernacle of the congregation. Let them gather together. And I will come down and talk with you there, and I will put my spirit, which is on you, I'll put it on them. So anyone that did not come to that gathering will not experience that supernatural manifestation of God. Hallelujah. God was about to elevate them supernaturally. He was about to elevate them and get them into their divine destiny for them. If any one of them had any excuse and didn't come, he would have missed out. First Samuel chapter 3, quickly. First Samuel chapter 10. First Samuel chapter 10. There is a place for divine appointments. That's why you don't despise meetings. You don't despise them. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 5 and 6. And thou shalt come to the hill. Now, this was Samuel telling Saul. Okay, when Saul came to ask him about the asses, his father's houses and all that, and uh, the, not knowing that the Lord had chosen him to be the king of Israel. So he said he was going to give him three signs. And this was, one, this was going to be one of the signs. He said, after you have come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines? And it shall come to pass, when you are come there to the city, that you will meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery, a tabret, and a pipe, a harper before them. 
and they shall prophesy. Next verse. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, not in your house. But when you come, I come, when you come across or you come among the company of the prophets. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you shall prophesy with them and you shall be turned into another man. Hallelujah. Did you see that? It, he was going to come into the company. Glory to God. Number two, gatherings, Christian gatherings. I'm not just talking about any, just, just any gathering. Because it is a gathering of brethren. Remember the title is Gathering of Saints. Gathering of brethren. That is what the meaning of brethren, one of the means of the word brethren, as used in the New Testament, is Adelphos. In Greek, it means people from the same womb. Glory to God. So it is where we sharpen one another and real spiritual growth takes place. No spiritual growth takes place outside of Christian gatherings. That's the source. That's the root. Anybody who says, I am growing without, without the fellowship or without being in, uh, uh, within, among the gathering of the saints, the person will have stunted growth or no growth at all. Don't be deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. Good communication also what? Encourages and builds good manners. Peter and John, after they were let go, right? The Bible said they, in Acts chapter 4, he said that they being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said. So you've got to have your own Christian God, I mean company. He said, don't forsake the gathering of the saints as a manner of some is. That is where divine growth takes place. I mean, super, I mean spiritual growth takes place. Ephesians chapter 2. So, uh, uh, let's, let's look at, let's give me 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 26. Let's quickly look at that. From the, uh, 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 the TPT. That's the Passion Translation. Let's quickly look at that from the Passion Translation. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26. Beloved friends, what does this imply? When you conduct your meetings. You see that? So, you've got to conduct meetings. And you know, I've taught us there are various kinds of meetings in church. You should always let everything be done to build up the church family. Whether you share a song of praise, a teaching, and all that, you know, let each one contribute what strengthens the others. We can't strengthen ourselves in isolation. We can't, he said, let everything, KJV says, let everything be done unto edifying. We can't edify ourselves from afar. We can only edify ourselves up close. Glory to God. He said, when you conduct your meetings, King James Bible says, 
when you come together, not when you are watching online. Glory to God. When you come together. So there has got to be a coming together. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 16. Verse, verse 11 to 16. He said, uh, he gave some, he gave various gifts unto men. Right? He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Right? Why? For the what? Perfecting of the saints. For the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body. Until we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's talking about spiritual growth. Hallelujah. And we, we can only encounter them in gatherings. Glory to God. Glory to God. Can only encounter them in gatherings. Thank God for, for, for ministries that are online. Thank God for them. But they can never replace your local church. Never. Never replace it. Never replace it. Never. But God has given us these various ministry gifts for the perfecting so that we can be well-rounded spiritually. And uh, within each local assembly, you will see the manifestation of these ministry gifts. To be, that's the way God has designed it. So it is uh, for your spiritual growth. You will become a better rounded person. You will be able to bring in your supply. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You will not just be a receiver, a receiver, a receiver, a receiver. Like the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea only receives. The Dead Sea never, water does, I hear that water doesn't flow out of it or something like that. That's why it's become, I think, that's why it's called a dead sea. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because as you give, as you receive, you give. He said, freely you have received, freely give. There must be an avenue, there must be a channel. And God has created that channel within the local assembly. Through your what? Gathering. Number three, and I close with this. We must cherish our assemblies, our gatherings. I was teaching it yesterday uh, 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 in, uh, Kingsville, on Kingsville Global yesterday, and we've been looking at the book of First Corinthians, some subjects for very interesting uh, uh, teaching. Praise the Lord. And I said to them, we, 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 yesterday we, we taught on judgment, okay, in the scriptures. What judgment means. Praise God. I've never taught them here before, so I'll teach it one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that Paul, we looked at 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 5, where uh, uh, Paul dealt with the issue of sin, open rebellion 
you know, the guy who was sleeping with his uh, father's wife. Stepmother. Father's wife. Praise God. You know, and Paul said, hey, you guys, you are even proud. You are not even doing anything about it. But you guys, you mourn. So he told them, this is what you guys should do. He said, you should stop. You don't keep company with that person. In other words, withdraw fellowship from that person. He said, withdraw fellowship. He said, don't even eat with him. Why did Paul use the word eat? He said, because eating in Middle Eastern uh, uh, culture is a form of identity. Uh, ident uh, it's, it's a form of identifying with you. It speaks of, it signifies identification. That was why when Zacchaeus, you know, when he, Zacchaeus, the short man, that went to see Jesus on the tree, Jesus told him, when he got there, hey, Zacchaeus, come down. Salvation has entered your house today. And he entered his house. What did he go and do? He ate. The Bible didn't even tell us that he prayed for him. You know, that was why Jesus was accused that Jesus, ah, you are friends of sinners. You are eating with sinners and publicans. What does that mean? That's why you are identifying with them. And you call yourself a holy person. So eating was a form of identification. So that's why he said, don't eat with him. Don't company with him. Punch out the living. Because you are living. Praise God. Now, and he says that was the punishment they were supposed to met out to the guy. Hallelujah. If it was in our day, we'd say, ah, hey, don't eat with me. Ah, ah. Hey, what's the, where's the church next door? If you don't like me, I'll go there. So that I even came to meet you, to, to your church. It's not a privilege to have me as your partner. That's open rebellion. He said, no. But Paul said, you know, he now went in first, uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and 2 Corinthians chapter 7. And he said that that guy became sorry. And he said, you know what, guys, take him back. Because he is now sorrowful. So which means that the punishment that was meted out to him, which was the missing of, or the withdrawing of the brethren from company with him, right? From open associations with him and condemning his act, right? He missed that gathering. He missed that gathering. Hallelujah. For him to have missed that gathering, that means that it had, that gathering had impact in his life. Listen, one of the things I strive for as a pastor of this local assembly, that our gatherings, we should miss, when, when you miss the church gathering, it should mean a lot to you. The brethren withdrawing fellowship from him was a loss for him. If you are in a church where you don't miss their gatherings, hallelujah, maybe you are in the wrong place or you are not getting anything or you are rebellious. Amen. Because this is where you get spiritual fortification. Listen. I cherish 
the body of saints much more than my biological family. Hallelujah. Wow, Paul, this is not going too far. Jesus, when they came to ask, when they came to meet him, hey, uh, your, father, your mother and your brothers, they are looking for you. Jesus said, who are my brethren? Those of you, you, around you. Everyone that will do the will of God, that's my brother. In other words, the value he placed was based on his spiritual determination. It was determined by the spiritual stand of, of, of both. Hallelujah. So, we've got, God wants us to cherish, you know, you know, when we, because when we gather together, you don't know what is happening here. Pastor, don't give me that gist. Come on, wait till it happen. Ah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. If you don't miss, if, if you, you miss church, and it doesn't do you anything. There's something the problem. If you don't miss the gathering of saints, anytime, usually when I, when I travel, you know, and I'm spending three, four, five weeks, by the fifth week, by the last week, usually my body is the one that is there. My spirit has left, not just to my biological family, There must be something about spiritual gathering for God to say, if you want to punish a brother who is, who is, who is misbehaving, you draw conflict from him. Amen. That's how important the gathering of saints is. We are going to be teaching us some further things in the next two weeks. Praise God. As we prepare for our various interest group meetings. Let's keep this at the back of our mind. That's your brother beside you. That's your sister beside you. Right? It's very, very important for you to keep company together. Glory to God. And that's the reason why I'm teaching us some things during the week about the Holy Ghost, about spiritual so that we can learn to take better advantage of our gatherings. Amen. So that they will be worth the while. I have determined this year, when I come to your house, if you like, don't open your door for me. I know you will open your door for me. Praise God. Because I'm a fine boy. Hallelujah. I must drop something spiritual. Even if I came to discuss, you know, carnal matters. Carnal, I didn't say carnal doesn't mean bad, you know. You know, natural matters with you, right? I want to end it with spirit, something spiritual. It may be let us pray. It may be why don't we just pray in tongues a little? 
it will be, I will be desiring that I will want to prophesy. Not yay, 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 but you know. <laughs> Praise God. Because the Bible says, when you gather together, every one of us will have, say, when we gather together, every one of us will have something to deliver. Praise God. Someone have a tongue, another interpretation, another revelation, another doctrine, another knowledge. Maybe, praise God. I may just come and ask you, what did you, please share with me what the Lord told you in quiet time today. So make sure you are doing your quiet time. The day I'm coming to visit your house, make sure you do quiet time that day. I may ask you, what am I doing? I am provoking you unto good works. Listen, your boss in the office cannot provoke you unto spiritual things. Hallelujah. That's not why you have come to the office. Amen. Your fellow football watcher will not, do, will not do that. It's the brethren that will do that. And you never know. Direction can come. Amen. Breakthroughs can come. A simple word from the Lord can do so much. Hallelujah. So that's why we don't, dis don't despise it. This year, let's be more spiritual. Tell your neighbor, be more spiritual this year. Tell somebody else, be more spiritual this year. Tell him, I need your deposit. Tell him, you need my deposit. So when we come together, we must deposit. There must be deposits. Praise God. We shouldn't leave each other and join. I mean, when he has come, in fact, he has taken more from you. You are more lighter. You are lighter. Because you have discussed earthly things, no, 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 no addition, no spiritual addition. Like Brother Mark, you told us today, you must, this year, you must add value. Add value to your neighbor. Praise God. Grab a hold of one person and just pray in tongues right now. Pray for that person. Don't pray for yourself. Pray for that person. Praise God. Pray in tongues for that person. El of Ramon Stebahai. Grab a hold of one person. Pray in tongues for that, with that person. Let's, 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 let's just pray together. One minute and we're done. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word this morning. We give you glory and praise. May we be established in this truth and in all righteousness. Amen. God bless you.